Land. Yeah. Well, what we do kinda, you think the national anthem is? Should we, should we play the national anthem? I just want to imagine. Do you, I feel like it's like a bunch of Vikings singing. I don't. What do Vikings that sound? So dumb. What do Vikings sound like when they sing? <laughs> like they're drinking from curved hole. <laughs> <laughs> Should we, should we listen to it? Right yeah, now? let's go for it. The Icelandic national anthem. You know, actually, so I'm torn between it being like really, um, like, intense, and like, warrior-like, or it could also be very peaceful and calm. Because I feel like Iceland is just the pinnacle of nature. I don't know. I think. I feel like the Viking spirit has died in the past thousand years. You got that from Vikings. I feel like that was the theme that they were really trying to hit home in the last season, which, spoiler alert, but <laughs> I feel like the last season was all about, like, oh, the age of the Vikings is over. You well, know? it is. Like, they're, like, the Vikings didn't last, the Vikings didn't last forever, yeah. you know? Like, they, well, I mean, okay, Regardless of maybe, I'm sure there's some debate on how long the age of the Vikings lasted. But at this point, they're like the Viking, the Viking spirit of people in Iceland. They're definitely not. They're they're not. It doesn't exist anymore. Like that. Like they're not gonna. They don't. People don't raid anymore. Okay, but the largest and strongest people come out of Iceland, right? That's true. Didn't Hal, you say Halthor, like the, Halthor Bjornsson, the strongest man in the world, is from Iceland. That's the mountain, right? It's the mountain from the Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, but. Didn't you say that, like, historically, like, a lot of the most successful power lifters are from Iceland? Like, yeah. Like, they're yeah, just yeah. built different. Yeah. Well, I think, like, if you look at Scandinavian people, like, uh, I don't think so much from Sweden, but people from Denmark and Norway and Iceland, mm-hmm. they're built like brick shit houses because <laughs> they have, like, they have that, that Viking DNA in them. Right. Like, they, yeah. And, and That's they, who I'm picturing singing the national anthem. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> Maybe it's a song. I feel like I'm in church. (laughs) Oh God of our country, the sons of the heavens are set in your it kind of sounds like a song that's being played backwards it's like it's kind of weird because like in vikings they're like super anti-christian yet this is like the most christian it's talking about that the heavens and god and well obviously i guess scandinavians now are christian ultimately I wonder if each we, day is as a thousand years, each thousand years as a day no more. Wow, some powerful lyrics. That is like Eternity's flower with its homage of tears that reverently passes away. Wow. That's very intense. I do find that a lot of 
other national anthems aside from the Canadian national anthem have like very profound lyrics to them. This sounds like just a choir. I don't I don't know. I don't it doesn't really That's really interesting. It doesn't really speak to me. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. I, I, we should have looked up before if um like do we assume that Vikings was were the first settlers in Iceland? Is that like a true I think fact? so. I, I I don't know for sure, but I I would imagine they were. Because, like, I'm just thinking that if Christianity was something that, like, it seems to me like Iceland was built pretty heavily upon the foundation of Christianity. Just based I, on, like, the research that I've done on the country, well, planning I, to go there. I'm pretty, like I, like, I feel like most places, like, most European, most European countries are Christian. Period. Like they're like all all of Scandinavia. They don't. Nobody nobody follows the pagan gods anymore in in, in Scandinavia, right? Right. So they. I, I'm and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is Christianity is like the national sort of religion. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the exact history, but it's definitely like Christian. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it would be so cool to have people who can who worship Odin and Thor and Freya. And Loki and yeah, Frere. but you could say the same thing about like people that live in Greece. It would be so cool. I would, dude. Still I would. In... I would love to worship some Greek gods right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would be down. Hell yeah. Are you kidding? I don't know if you like. It's hard enough to worship any deity at these at this point in. Oh, I think life, I feel like but... like pagan rituals weren't weren't as they they weren't as strict and didn't have as many like like life laws you had to follow in order to live a, a decent life of that type of religion like it was just it was just you you gave thanks i mean okay this is just my interpretation of what i understand but it was more that you gave thanks to a certain god because of like a like so if you had a good yield from a from a harvest you would give thanks to demeter the god of of, of, of agriculture right right like you would say you would you would praise that god because they gave you good shit you know, like, I don't think you had to, like, I don't think Demeter asked you to, like, maybe you would give a sacrifice as a as thank you. But it wasn't, like, if you did this thing, you would go to go to hell, go to Hades or whatever. Like, or, like, I mean, everybody goes to Hades. But I think, like, you, I don't think there was, it wasn't, it wasn't as, like, like the way, like, it Hades? wasn't as rigid. Isn't Hades a person or is it a place? Hades is a place. It's, like, a. Oh. Uh, oh, maybe I'm wrong. The Underworld? Maybe yeah. maybe Hades is yeah I Hades think Hades is, is the god. Well, I just yeah. picture him as the guy with the blue hair from, from Hercules. The, yeah, I thought uh, his name was Hades for sure, and he ruled. I think the well, Hades was the god. He he might also have. I mean, who knows? Whatever, we'll figure it out later. I'm not gonna Google stuff right now, right. but so Vikings. Yeah. So the reason that we looked up the national anthem of Iceland is because we are going there. And the reason it connects to Vikings is because in Vikings, they also went to Iceland. So I'm feeling like a very Nordic theme in my yeah. life right now. Like Viking, like I've, I've throughout, I think, well, okay. We've also, we, we just finished watching Vikings. Last this, night. Last night. Was it, no, it was two, two nights. Was it two nights? No, it was, was it last night? Anyways, this week. 
Last night. It happened okay. yesterday. Okay, last night. Last night. So sad. And it was it was probably about what five years, six years in the making. Okay, you take it to the end. But it's true. Grade. No, like we we, did we, we watch it. Together. When did when did we watch the when did we watch the first episode of Vikings together? In 2016, 2017, maybe. I think we started watching Vikings in 2017. Okay, so four years. Yeah. Early early 2017. But we watched one or two episodes, maybe three episodes, but and we were not in our right minds. Or at least I wasn't. Yeah, fair, but we still watched uh, that's when we that, we that watched that's... it and I don't remember even what happened. I, I remember I was like just I mean, maybe we can edit this out later just in case we don't want people to know this about us. But you were hella high. We made weed brownies and we were just jones. We were, what's the word? Not jonesing. Yeah, ripped. (laughs) (laughs) Ripped. You were lit up. I didn't even know I was a person. And I was watching Vikings and people were scalping monks. And that's, I remember being like, I'm sorry, I need to he go was, to bed. No, he was shaving his head. He wasn't scalping himself. No, they were being scalped. You don't remember that. It's from season one. Spoiler alert, but like, it's going to be spoiled all the seasons. But the monks, the Vikings had gone to raid their first Western settlement or country Did or whatever it was. they scalp themselves? They scalped the monks. They like... They, I think that happened. I can't have imagined that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure what you're remember, remembering is when Athelstan came back to Kattegat with Ragnar. No. And his hair grew back, and then he got a blade and was shaving no. himself, and he was bleeding because he wasn't getting a good, <sighs> clean shave. Maybe, but I just. I don't think they. I, what I'm I think you might be thinking of Inglorious Bastards when they. Scalped. No, 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 no. I'm not thinking of Inglorious Bastards. No, I remember watching it with you, and I remember being very traumatized by the raid on that little monk island that Athelstan was on originally. Yeah. But after that, I, even though I was traumatized, I still wanted to watch Vikings, and I never did until. We weren't dating at that point. We were no. It we was were just friends. We were we watched it probably early 2017. Mm-hmm. We started dating. no, not early 2017. We watched it in our second year of Teachers College, which which started September 2017, because we graduated in 2018. So we watched it in maybe like September, October, November, and then we started dating in December, end of December after Christmas, and then. Mm. When did we start again? <sighs> when we moved in together. Wasn't there was there one time in between that we that we watched? tried to watch? It, we started from the beginning. Like, I think I, we, we, yeah. we did start from the very either beginning. Either way, again. either way, Vikings has been has been a part of our lives since for for longer than our actual relationship. I guess, but we've been watching it consistently since we moved in, which was last June. But and I Wasn't think maybe long? we started it. No, I don't think it was that long ago. I think it. I think it was like maybe. Must have been. I think it was earlier this year. I think we. I think didn't we start? Did I think? mm. In January? No, be. No, but the semantics don't really matter. I don't think, because, we, have been watching it for a long. It feels like a long time. I feel like we've been on a journey emotionally. 
like mentally, it's physically. W- one way or another. Whether we whether we whether we started we started it earlier this year, recently this year, last year. Vikings has been a narrative that's been going on throughout our relationship and prior to that even. It has. It's it's whether 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 we've been watching it or not. It's been it's been a, it's been a a topic of conversation at at several points throughout our history of knowing each other. Yes. At least at the very least it's been 4 years that Vikings been a prominent figure in our lives as a as a as a uh, uh, an entertainment medium. Yes. And it came to an end this week and it's a sad moment, it but it's bitter. also it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. It's it's the end of an era, but it's also the start of a new one. Yeah, you know I, what I was thinking as we finished Vikings was, do you think it's intentional that series, like different series, Vikings, Friends, anything that's been, that goes on for quite a long time, ends in such a way that like audiences are like, eh, it was time for it to end. You know, like they ride it out enough where it's like they've milked all the money that they can out of it. Then they give give audiences two extra seasons to be like, okay, now I'm good, because that's how I felt with Vikings. I was very, I was sad to see it go because yes, it has been a constant in our lives, but I'm, I also am like, it was the right time because I wasn't invested in the characters anymore. Yeah, once, once like I mean, obviously this will be a spoiler. Like we'll mark this as a yeah. Spoiler I've said thing. spoilers a couple of this times. is like I'm just like, like if this if we're, we post we're this episode, spoiling all of Vikings like every season. So. Yeah, like in the in the in the description of this particular episode, it'll be noted that there are spoilers for Vikings, so we don't have to worry about that. But anyways, after after Ragnar, I think after Ragnar Day, that's kind of when it went. No, prior to like. There was a golden age of Vikings. Like it was the first two and probably the first three seasons where the main characters, it was Ragnar, Rolo, uh, Bjorn, Lagatha, Lagatha, fucking uh, Helga, Athelstan, Floki. Like all those, like all the main characters were like the main people of the story. And then, and then, and then the show took a turn. The show kind of took a, not 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 a bad turn, but but it just took a different direction when 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 it was all about Ragnar's sons. Yeah, so that was probably that was probably probably the pivotal moment when when the show went from what I what I when I think of Vikings, what I imagine in my in my mind's eye as Vikings, I think of pre uh, Ragnar's sons, right? Like pre right. old like the con like I think of Ragnar and his son Bjorn Bjorn Ironside and his his ex-wife Lagatha like and 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 their adventures that's what I think of as as golden age Vikings and then right. and then after and then the the storylines with his sons they're 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 good like they're entertaining but they're not the pinnacle of what Vikings to me is I least. agree with you I think that Vikings can be kind of divvied up in the time skips which I always enjoyed I yeah, love time I love skips time. me too time skips are such a great tool to use in movie making or totally. TV shows specifically and I don't totally. know why it's not utilized more especially in Game of Thrones which we won't get into I think they should have done That's a, a time skip thing. for that last season huge mistake but yeah 
In Vikings, I think there was one major time skip. So we start at the beginning where Legatha and Ragnar are a married couple. They're in love. And uh, they have two children, Gita and Bjorn. And he comes home with Athelstan. They have their own little family for, I think, like the first couple of seasons. And then there's a time skip after Legatha leaves. Yeah. And he marries his new wife. I don't remember her name. Asgard? As- Aslog. Aslog. Who's a real person. And it who also he, he just perfectly describes how I feel about her because she's, she's not my slog favorite of ass. character. Yeah, she's just the worst. So <clears throat> that time skip, I think, is like, what would you say? Five years? Ten, five, like 10 years or something? Like From... Bjorn's actor changes. Like the child actor changes to like Alex Ludwig, I think his yeah. name is, who is like the adult actor. Yeah. So I think it's like a 10-year time skip or maybe like seven years or something like that. I still think it was good when Bjorn aged up and like now Ragnar had sons with Aslog, Mm -hmm. but they were young. I think that was still a good age of Vikings. And that was probably season three, season four. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Probably about season four. Yeah. Then there was a second time skip and that was where we see... Um, Ragnar's other sons, the young sons, Ivar, Sigurd, Vitzer, Kuba. Bjorn's actor stays the same, but obviously has aged, in, like just in yeah. Rel- and he aged. He aged so well, like fine wine. Like oh yeah, oh he got better as he went. Like he like, did. I feel like most a lot of characters. Sorry, I'm gonna go on a tangent here, but a go lot on. of characters, a lot of characters will progress in their in their own stories and lose what made them great in the first place right for me Bjorn's character got better and better and better and better he became you could actually see like i don't know if what's his name alexander ludwig is that yeah i think that's his name so whoever a little bit off whoever the actor of that played Bjorn was was amazing because not only did he progress his own individual character as Bjorn mm-hmm. in, in a way that was believable and was and followed a path that was logical and made sense. He began to develop mannerisms that Ragnar had when he when he when he simply spoke. Right. And and he and he did it in such a way that it wasn't it wasn't so like so obvious. Like you it wasn't like okay, this episode he was young Bjorn and then this episode he was this like you know, weird sort of like essentially sociopathic, you know, Viking guy that can lead a, a whole army. He, right. he, like I, you, you watched it, you, you kept watching and all, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, this guy is like, like he's actually has the mannerisms of Ragnar and I didn't notice he did it. Like somehow he was able to, to grow his own character in a way that both mimicked his own uh, way of being a Viking while also making it very apparent that he was the son of Ragnar. I totally agree with you. You know, like, like he, I think I, I, if I had to, if I had to say, I have to say that probably the, the best performance in that show was probably Bjorn's character. Wow. Really? hundred percent. You're going to give him the the best performance, like better than, better than Ragnar. No way. Yes. Only because he, he, he brought like, he brought like the, the way you would imagine a son of Ragnar become the way you would imagine a son of the way you would, want to imagine a son of Ragnar um growing and and evolving and becoming uh their own their own man and their own person 
I think the actor Alex Ludwig or whatever his name is, he he did it perfectly because he was he was very much his own character. He was Bjorn Ironside. Like he, mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't think he was a copy of any other character, least of all Ragnar, right? You thought you knew he was his son for sure. And then, but he he and he had his own way of doing things. He wasn't as like meticulous and as and as um, cerebral as Ragnar was. He was very much. Um, I think he was more of a Viking in the way that he was more ruthless and more emotionally driven. But at the same time, he was smart. Like he knew, he knew the, he knew what having, uh, or he knew what uh, the importance of war and, and, mm-hmm. and, and the, the strategy behind war. Yeah. While he, he did that, like he, he, he brought that aspect to, to the, to the character, but also you saw like just the way he kind of moved his neck and the way he moved his arms and the way he would like address people you're like, wow, there's so much of Ragnar in him. It, it, it made him, it, some, somehow he brought to his character something that was originally his own and originally his own character of Bjorn Ironside while also staying true to being a son of Ragnar and mm-hmm. creating a character that, that emotes the, the characteristics of Ragnar more so than any of his other sons. I totally agree with yeah. you. On top of that, I think what they did really well was uh, that the the way that they presented Bjorn Ironside, or I guess at that point he wasn't Bjorn Ironside, he was just Bjorn in the very first season when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. I think that they, what I love is when they are consistent with how they present a character from the very beginning. Yeah. Because child actors are hard to find. I think the child actor deserves some credit too. I think he was very good. Sure. If you can remember him. Like yeah. I, I felt that he did a very good job. Um, and I like at least in that he delivered um, a message about who, who Bjorn is. And I feel like that stayed true. That's to the credit, I think, of the writers and the, you know, people who create the show, the director maybe, and the actors. Mm. Because um, when Ragnar first brings home Athelstan, don't you remember Bjorn being like, you're not one of us. Like, yeah. you're, like he was like very cold and kind of a little dick to Athelstan. Yeah. yeah. He eventually warms up to him when Athelstan decides to like become a Viking basically. But I think that was like a very telling moment in that Bjorn isn't the same as Ragnar. Ragnar could kind of see that like, even though someone was a Christian, that like he could build a relationship with that person despite the fact that they might've seen like the world differently like through Mm -hmm. two different religious lenses but Bjorn was not that type of person he kind of he couldn't he couldn't be on the same page as a Christian because he was like an old Viking yeah he believed in the old Viking gods and he's that was something that they kept with his character until the end. That's a good point. And yeah. I love that about Vikings. Like they they really made sure to like keep Bjorn's character authentically like himself from That's the time so he was a yeah. child to when he was a, an adult. Because when him and Gunnhild leave the settlement that um, Ube and him like helped to kind yeah. of create in yeah. England. Yeah. He was like, this just isn't me. I'm not going to this church. I'm not going to like worship these gods. I don't care that like I've been converted. I don't believe in these gods. I believe in the old gods. And that was what he stuck to until the very end. And that was very different than Ragnar, who I think, I don't want to say like that he was more intelligent 
because I don't think it intelligence I think that they made a point to be like it doesn't matter how intelligent you are like you believe what you believe Bjorn was always a very intelligent person but he didn't ever adopt Christianity Ragnar mm. was also very intelligent and I think at the end he kind of rejected all kind all religions I think like I think he was kind of like I don't know what to believe like I don't really know and like I'm okay yeah. with that I think that's how I looked at that it was anyway. that was the beauty of Ragnar's character because he was almost like he was a person out of his time mm-hmm. right like he like he was Ragnar's character was someone who could have similar ideals to a person of like to a person of, of modern day mm-hmm. someone who who thought like really like you know uh, 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 I wouldn't say atheist. I wouldn't say agnostic. Someone who like like some someone who has a philosophical mind about religion in today's age would think of think of you know would would see the the similarities between paganism and Christianity and Islam and mm-hmm. whatever whatever religion you want to put right. They, he saw that really religion is like like your your spirituality your faith your your the way you conduct yourself in your life Mm -hmm. based on a set of rules was kind of the same regardless of what of what type of faith you subscribe to right and 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 it was it was an interest it was and the the show did did such a good job in delineating delineating between ragnar's character of some in 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 someone who's uh, he's a he's a critical thinker. He he looks at at life and at religion as like from a critical lens, from 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 an objective lens, mm-hmm. and, and compared to to Bjorn, who was through and through a Viking, yeah. believed in Odin, believed in in the old gods, believed like was was fought mm-hmm. whenever he whenever he fought he he fought for Odin and and mm-hmm. the Asir, right? He was through and through a Viking like could accept other religions as though like they believed what they believed and, and yeah. didn't have to adopt, you know, certain ways in order mm-hmm. to live a certain life. But he kind of took Ragnar's intelligence and critical thinking of the world and applied it through more of a, of a Norse God. Viking sense. lens. A, a, yeah. a, a classical <laughs> Viking lens. Yeah. Right. So like the show did such a good, such a good job of, of giving each individual character their own personality and sticking true to that that personality mm-hmm. and and making each and ma- making the making the development of each character true to the original uh yeah. the, the original character while also growing them in some way. Yes, while they also, all had arcs they, of their they, own. They they all in, like yeah, they all like every character whether it was even like Ragnar Sons of Ragnar, whether it was like characters like Torvi who have who have like kind of been a, a staple throughout they've all they've all progressed they've all progressed but they've all stayed true to them to what made them individual i don't think anyone mm-hmm. i don't think any character uh did or or um was 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 depicted as as a as a as a character outside of their sort of um psyche or like like what 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 made them care that that character individual i don't think they strayed from what made what makes them themselves yeah you know what i mean like like you could always whenever you saw floki you knew it was floki because and it didn't seem like oh this is a different version of floki it was always just floki but he he changed based yeah on his thing it was always torvi it was always 
Bjorn, you, you never thought that this is like, this is just a different, like someone, someone took the script and just decided to write something completely, completely different. It yeah. was always, it was always done in a way that was com- uh, authentically themselves while also evolving. I think with the main characters, they did a wonderful job with that. But as we t- discussed last night, when we were talking about the series finale, I do think they stumbled a little bit with some of the newer characters or the side characters that did certain things that either didn't make sense or just seemed kind of odd, like odd choices. Or It seemed like there were some things that we were missing as audience members. Like, So Feetzerk, I think, is a character that is problematic. I don't think they knew what to do with his character. Mm. They made him a drug addict, which was interesting, I guess. But then it never really went anywhere. Like, you never really felt, like, you felt like he suffered from his addiction. But it was never a problem. But it was, like, it was a problem until until it until it didn't work in the story to be a problem anymore so it just went away you know it yeah. wasn't like you really saw him be like i need to give up it was almost these like vices it, like it, in order to be a person like you know like he never like said i need to like be sober so i yeah. don't know like does he still drink think, like as a viking does he drink out of a horn I but think he like he does but I, I i think you're right i think they they missed they missed an opportunity to to create sort of like uh, a mimicking of of modern life you know what i mean like it's it's interesting like when shows especially show like um historical shows or shows like period pieces when when when, when you see stories that that occur at in those times that are applicable to those times but also reflect people of modern day mm-hmm. right like 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 you look at someone who's a drug addict or someone who's an alcoholic right and you can see similarities like it it, it almost brings like this idea of human beings were like we're, we're always human beings even mm-hmm. a thousand years ago the vices that the vices and the weaknesses that that human beings have in today's day and age also existed at you know at, yeah. at, at a, in, in, a, in antiquity right i think that's really interesting and like i think they they, they probably missed the mark when it comes to Vitzer because they, they missed an opportunity to to show that because like you said like like it was almost like Vitzer's character he had this problem but you're like Okay, now the problem is done, and it's just kind of moved on. Yeah, it was almost like they use it just just as a way to justify him killing La- 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 a, a plot device. But they also kept it going when he was in Russia, which was like I thought it was going to go somewhere, and it didn't. I do think that their main um, objective was to connect that the fact that Ragnar's sons all represent a different part of who he is. I okay. think they were really trying to go with that. I think Bjorn is like the Viking side, the, the valiant, the strong, the like fight, fighting. The classical like, Viking. Yeah. yeah like that's I a think, good, oh, that's so, a, oh, I like that. Like I each think, each son was kind of a version of Ren. Okay, so. Yeah, so, so Bjorn, Bjorn was, was that. Was the Viking, of was Ragnar as the Viking. And just like the warrior, I guess. And then I think that Ube was more, or Uba? Uba, Ube? Ube, Uba, whatever. I think he was more like the, um, like he, he was the, peace was the lover. outreacher. Like he wanted to like discover, he was the discoverer. He was the, he, he was the curious side of He of wanted Ragnar, to maybe. discover new places, new things, new people. Like and he wanted, he to, wanted he, to, he wanted explore. peace. Like he, and he, I think yeah. he wanted like, he wanted a, he wanted to create a, a life for himself and his people that was like peaceful and like, he, he wanted satisfaction. I yes. Think. And he wanted to, 
also um, colonize, not colonize, but explore or, or like yeah. have a claim to new land because mm-hmm. that was Ragnar's he dream was, in, was he to would, like he was have farms in England. Yeah, that was something Ube also wanted to do right. in other places. And, and, and he wanted what, and, to like colonize and different that's, places, and that's what he wanted to do with the Golden Land or what yeah. became North America, probably. And then I think I don't know what Sigurd was. Sigurd snake. In Sigurd the eye. he he died a little he too died early. So I think early I, I, I feel like, like I feel like when remember remember when he was born they were like they gave that they gave the close up on his eyeball. And yeah. it was like this crazy cool he was like cigarette snake in the Yeah, eye. he was a he was a real Viking. I think they must I feel like they missed something with that character. I feel like they could have done more with him. I don't know, or maybe he did die young. We didn't do like any background research on these no, actual. This people, is just from the top like, of our heads, yeah. From Vikings, like he didn't really have anything notable other than like maybe he like was like the philanderer side of um, Ragnar because he like slept around with some different women and stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think they was at the beginning of their first arc as grown people. They all shared the same woman. I think that's about all they really had on Sigurd. Okay. I don't know. I think, I think Sigurd, I just I, remember Sigurd being so obsessed with his mom being with that dude, that like wandering dude. Like he was like yeah. so obsessed with that. But that but I don't when, know. Maybe that was just like he didn't think, really have a lot to do. No, he he. I think his character was kind of pointless. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they probably killed him off because the actor needed needed to do something else. Maybe, and I, they, I think it. also like that was a big moment for Ivar. Like I think that. So let's go into Ivar next, or yeah. maybe Vitzer. Well, no, Ivar's yeah. the youngest. I think right? yeah. So I think Bjorn. Like if you if you want to go like I think I think you're right in saying that that Reg, all of Ragnar's sons were an aspect of his own personality like like Bjorn was the classical noble viking that that fought for odin and wanted to raid and explore and be through and through wanted to be a viking like what a viking embodied Bjorn embodied and Mm -hmm. that's what ragnar also embodied but ragnar also had a cunning mind he also had a mind that was um was was strategic and he saw the bigger picture of things and he saw the world as though he could manip- manipulate it to kind of to 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 succumb to his own sort of whim mm-hmm. and that was and that was Ivar yeah but like Ivar saw that like Ivar didn't have very much battle prowess like he obviously couldn't fight I mean he could fight like because he was like this he had the confidence to but in terms of like if you were to go a one-on-one with Ivar you're gonna kill him right like it was it, it, what Ivar's mm-hmm. strength wasn't what made him powerful it was his wit and it was his cunning and it was his ruthlessness and and Ragnar also had that yeah Vitzerk, I think, I think Vitzerk had a curiosity and it had the kind of like this, this humble soul. Like the I remember, remember when he was like kind of interested in Buddha, and the mm-hmm. in the idea of Buddhism. Yeah. And like he kind of he was like he was he he was kind of lost in in like like he he almost had a he almost had an exist kind of had a, an existential crisis, and like he had to explore that to be to understand yeah. who he was and Ragnar had that right right Ragnar had I think he also had the addiction aspect because Ragnar got addicted true to that, oh, yes yes oh addiction was in the family mm. yes Ragnar, I think that with, like with that, that was... Chinese with the Chinese lady yeah like she had Ragnar those... kind of started getting addicted to I don't know if it was opium it was opium it, yeah like those those little leaf things and yeah yeah he did become that's true and then addiction runs in the family that's a good that's a great fucking point so I think all of the sons kind of inherited something from their father that's true whether it was good or bad i think like it actually turned out to be all of their fatal flaws though when you think about it like i think like 
Well, each of their fatal flaws was that part of them that made them a son of Ragnar. I see. Maybe I don't know if Uba had oh, a fatal well, Uba flaw. Uba didn't die. He probably like was the one like. Well, hit, because hit. that's progressive, right? Sorry to cut you off, no. but like that's like progression. I think Uba. Or Uba, I don't know. Ube is a fruit, isn't it? Like a purple fruit or like some Maybe. sort of Asian fruit. I don't know. That just, I don't, I don't know what his name is. But he, to me, is the embodiment of like moving forward and like the future. Yeah. And I think that was like the part of Ragnar that made him the most successful was right. that he wanted to go somewhere new. Yeah. He didn't want to raid the same old places. He wanted to go to the West and he yeah. wanted to raid the West and see what was out there. Yeah. And then his like ambition grew and grew and grew. And he became more and more greedy. And like he had all of these other downfalls. And I think that's why Ube turned out to be... I mean, Fietzirk ended up surviving as well. But I think Ube ended up being like the most successful son of Ragnar because he embodied the best part of who Ragnar was, which was yeah. the discoverer, the explorer, the person that wanted to, you know, like kind of progress in the world I think and not stick to the old ways. Uba was the type that wanted sort of like he, he wanted, like he wanted, he wanted an, an end. Like he wanted like a conclusion, something, mm-hmm. something to fight for or, or strive for and then get that and then inevitably be satisfied with what he attained. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas remember like at the end, Ivor was like, you know, like he, he came back to Kattegat and, it was like good, like he was welcomed again, but for whatever reason, he like something I think was missing, and he like he, and the same way with 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 Harold Finehair, right? Like they n- neither of them were content with ruling and with being king. They always wanted to like be in a battle. They wanted to like you know raid and and pillage and and they wanted excitement. They wanted to find new lands and, and, and take what was theirs. They, they wanted it. They wanted that exploring aspect, mm-hmm. but they didn't want the end of it. They wanted, they, they, they were the ones that wanted the journey to never end. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it was more, it was the chase that I guess what thrilled them. Whereas Uba, he loved the chase, but it wasn't about that. He, he it was in the end, he wanted to find something that was satisfying and that he could, mm-hmm. Like he, he could, he could be like, okay, I, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And then that was it. And like, yeah. and like, and from here on, like, I'm happy with what I've accomplished and I, I, I met my goal and now I can live in peace. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, I think, I think that's what Ragnar probably wanted. I mean, who's to say really, like, it, it kind of seems as though he probably, he probably, he probably wanted peace as well as conquest at the same time. Yeah, I, I think know. it was like one of those was... tragic characters that like just couldn't um, reconcile two parts of himself. Yeah. Like he was half of this person and half of that person. And because of that, like he really couldn't move forward. Yeah. Like in a meaningful way, you know, like yeah. he did not to say he didn't do meaningful things. It's just he I think that he struggled with those two sides of himself where yeah. he like constantly wanted more. Like I think I think that his and I mean correct me if I'm wrong. And this is just me kind of speculating, but I do think that um some his character arc by the end with him seeing do you remember when he was on that boat and he was on his way I don't know if it was on his way to the battle where he was fighting with his brother Rollo with France. He was trying to invade Paris or if it was on his way back. 
but they were like on the boat and he was looking at the shore and he saw like Legatha and like his young children. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that that was meant to symbolize like that his greed was his downfall. Like his him wanting to constantly move forward kept him from actually like remaining in a state of his life where he was the most happy. Right. And I think that that was maybe where he went wrong or I don't know if that was what it was meant to show, but that's what I got from it. What was that in his like kind of not his final moments because he did go on to do other things with Ivar in his like final arc for his character. But I think that that scene was meant to show that like he was feeling like, why am I doing all of this? I was happiest when I was living on this farm with, you know, a woman that I loved and two children that were happy. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. That's a yeah. (laughs) But what did you think about the ending? So were you shocked about the reveal with Floki? Yeah. I was actually like I was I was pretty. Did I spoil it for you seconds before it happened? No, 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 no. I don't think I don't remember that. I don't remember feeling that. But it was almost like it was that probably was one of those things where you know how like throughout the whole show they kind of they they took a lot of liberties when it came to the writing like to kind of they 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 would they would make the they would write it in a way that was sort of convenient. In oh some, yeah. In some instances like it to me I kinda, was definitely a fan service moment, but I like was okay was like, with it. Yeah, me too. Like oh I, I I it was like it was a good way to end it. I think it was like more of just like a it was like a it was like a hat tip to like the idea of Vikings where he it was it, it's almost unbelievable like that that could actually happen that like you happen to stumble across the same place in the exact same time that Floki happened to like be in that same place like you know what I mean like and, yeah. and, and of all and of all people it was Uba who was like who was trying to investigate Floki's murder Floki's Floki's disappearance right he was trying to figure out where did he go he he asked Shettle you know where where like do you know what happened to him this like, he came he came to Iceland specifically looking to find Loki right or Floki sorry and um all of a sudden he just finds him in this random land after he almost dies of dehydration yeah i can accept Who, it Ube? uba and oh. and 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 finding floki in in what we assume to be north america right right it's like that seems a little bit unrealistic it, it was a stretch it was a stretch but yeah. also like i kind of liked it because it was a great to me i thought it was a good way to end it because you're me like too because because you never got closure with floki you never got closure that he actually did die like it, it seemed as though he died but it didn't seem like you didn't you weren't get you weren't 100% certain that he died because you just saw like the camera go black after some rocks fell. You know? Yeah. So you're like, oh, he must not I be I always dead. felt like he was alive. Me too. Me too. It was just like such a weird way for a main character to die off. Yeah. But yeah, you're 100% right. It was very unbelievable in that like these two people traveling across the globe somehow managed to meet up again and they weren't even they weren't even trying to like find they were just trying to survive because they were so dehydrated yes right these like people of uba however i also feel like the ending without floki wouldn't have been as poetic yeah yeah i agree you know like it was 
it was special because some of like the those like lines at the very end that were the most meaningful i i don't know i just feel like they wouldn't have been the same if floki wasn't around it was a good way to it was a good way to do justice to a show that spanned so long especially a show that specifically for us took several years to complete yeah so to me it was like okay like it may have been a bit of a stretch and a bit of a, you know, people took a, they, 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 they took some liberties, but it was a good way to end it because it kind of, it, it felt like everything came full circle. It felt like everything ended where it kind of, in a way, started. Like comrades doing things together mm-hmm. that embody their culture and their way of life. You know, like, yeah. like Floki and Uba both ended up on a complete in, in a completely different world, in a completely different time. That you know gave them some kind of I don't know some kind of like satisfaction with their lives. Yeah, like Floki like finally found a place where he could find peace. Uba found a land that he was that he could feel content in, mm-hmm. and that was that. I don't know. I always but, wanted Floki to become the next. Is are, is it called an Asir or Asir? The Asir is like the pantheon, like the like like the group of gods. No, okay. Who's the guy that would lick those people's palms? Oh, the seer. Oh, just a seer. Like a person who sees. <laughs> a seer. A, a seer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, I always thought Floki would become that guy. That's what I thought too. But would have been a good idea. But I guess not. And that's fine. What The last thing I was going to say about Vikings is, the, is that I really appreciated the way that they handled the religious yes. undertones. I felt that they constantly did a great job at not only highlighting like the different like Christian, like during battles, the people who believed in Christian the Christian God would see Jesus in the battle, but like you would also see Odin or you would see like the Raven or, you know, like it was like, I felt like the show did a really good job of being like what you believe in, you will see in those last moments of your life. And it's like, maybe some people might have a problem with that, but I thought that was such a beautiful way to like an ode to religion and how, It's really like such a human concept and such a human like it's subjective. experience, and I and that doesn't make it any less meaningful. Yeah, I feel totally. like they made it like this person is actually seeing Jesus on the battlefield, yeah. and that doesn't mean like he's crazy because other people aren't seeing it or other people believe in different gods. Like you see whatever god you believe in on the battlefield as well and it's just as real and it's just as valid as anybody else and so i thought that was wonderful that the show really made a point to be like what you believe in is valid yeah and it doesn't take away from what other people believe in because their visions or their beliefs are just as valid as yours are it's true it's like they always made it a point to say like religion is in the eye of the of the beholder yeah right like what you believe is no less relevant than what another person believes. If you like, if if you fight for a god or gods that motivate you, mm-hmm. you're just as justified in this battle as any other person is. Yeah, and, the, and I think Vikings did a, did a, did like probably a perfect job. A plus. 
A plus when it comes to that that aspect of religion, the way they 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 created they showed a contrast and a similarity between pagan religion pagan religions and Christianity. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was amazing. Yeah, like, you and you felt like you really got like uh, a first hand look of how because I mean at that time right like religion was such a was 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 ingrained in every single aspect of life, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it and it and it and it was basically the way and he, like it was the way pe- it was the, it was it was the lens by through which people con- con- like saw the world mm-hmm. like that was like it was, it was so ingrained yeah yeah you you found that that you you saw through the watching the show that each religion like it didn't like paganism wasn't any less relevant than christianity mm-hmm. or like the norse the, the worship of the norse gods weren't any less than christianity right like they all had their own they all had their own sort of ways about going their life mm-hmm. the only thing and and, and, and sorry like the other thing that, that that was great was that you never felt like there was any sort of magic business coming like going along like mm-hmm. if there was any sort of like weird event that was almost that that was kind of implied um to be magical to be magical like, or to be as a result of the religion whether like eric it, going blind because well okay okay she, don't oh, so so hold on sorry so okay up until that point right <laughs> so what i was gonna say was they always like when 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 you when the person saw the seer you know when they when, yeah. when they would you know ask the seer you know um what what's my future gonna hold? And then that kind of that future kind of comes true. It was never like oh he called it like he he was he said yeah it, it was like yeah. he said some things and you're like oh that can kind of apply right so it it was very vague it was and like vague very so you, like, it, it never it never yeah. seemed like there was actual magic happening it just yeah. seemed like it, it it gave you like a way to look at like look through religion like like the way people see religion and the way people see miracles at that time was they they fabricated a a situation where that it almost made you feel like you understood what they were seeing and what they were feeling what they were experiencing yeah because like these things happen but as a person who understands that you know like magic doesn't actually exist like you're not just gonna like do some spell and then have it exist it made you feel like it didn't it didn't cheapen it in saying that like they did this thing and then all of a sudden this crazy weird thing out of the, like there was no spirits that you saw that directly affected the situation it was, it was more of an indirect sort of effect that that their religion had on their experiences and right for, somehow this i guess whether whether it was through cinematography or whether it was through the writing or the way the the the, the actors um did their performances like they it was it, it seemed as though every like mystical sort of thing that happened didn't happen because of magic it just happened and you were able to experience it through a lens of religion or spirituality mm-hmm. that was like oh like it kind of makes you feel like this is this must be how people of medieval times saw their religion and how and what they saw and like why they why they thought that god or odin or whoever Mm -hmm. was such such an apparent force but when it got to ingrid and her witchcraft her witchcraft (laughs) and making eric go blind to me the direct implication or the the direct result of her doing a ritual and then that ritual creating someone becoming blind that's when i was like okay 
they missed the mark on this one because that was too on the nose. It's like, right. like, like at no point did, did, did someone do a ritual? There should have been something that he did that like could also have caused blindness. So like you didn't know which right. would have caused maybe, it. Maybe he like, like happened to like fall on a rock and smack his face and he went yeah. blind because he severed a nerve or something. Like that would have made sense because at least there was like... Because you would never know. You'd it, be like, oh, it maybe. It could have been coincidence. Yeah. It could have been, 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 been... Something else. Magic. Yeah, witchcraft, I like, agree. I agree. But like that was like... You're like, okay, so he, he just went blind because she did a thing. Like, like it's like Game of Thrones, right? Like, right? Like, Game of Thrones was, it's different in a sense, I guess, because Game of Thrones magic exists, but mm-hmm. it was never like a common thing. Magic was rare, but it existed, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe that's a bad example, but like that, like that. I guess like there's 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 a there's a there's a a distance between doing magic and the effect of that magic. Right. And, and like Vikings was supposed to be more of a realistic situation where if you did a spell, it didn't always mean it was guaranteed to happen. It just meant that like you sort of tried to do this like spiritual magical thing <laughs> that was supposed to have a result. And oh, it just so happens that that result happened because of these other, also because of these other instances that happen right? yeah like it led it led to this like inevitably but you also did this ritual so maybe that was why yeah it happened or maybe it was coincidence even that you never were really sure about the fact that if a ritual was to happen it was going to lead to something whereas with ingrid's ritual it clearly blatantly there was no other option like that they didn't give you another option as to whether or not his blindness came from anything else other than her ritual her yeah. witch like yeah exactly like like that was too on the nose that she put on him it was like that was what caused his blindness so i totally agree with you it was yeah. like just a little bit too like obvious obvious that it had to do with her witchcraft and then so that means that you have to like be like okay i guess witchcraft exists in order for you to like be on board with yeah. what was going on yeah that you was that like was, that was probably like the one but that was like at the very end and also the whole ingrid storyline was just kind of like it didn't need to be there i didn't really care what was happening in cat cat once everybody left and you know what i honestly if they had just left it where it was like okay now ivar and feet are out of cat cat so nobody cares about it we never go back I honestly think I would have been fine with that because I would have been like, I haven't heard of Cat. Cat. I told you that last night when we were watching it. I was like, I've never heard of it. It's not a city that I've ever heard of before. Vikings. Yeah. So I would have been fine with that. Like, oh, okay. I guess that's why I've never heard of Cat Cat because like no no notable people ever ended up like doing anything out of there again. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't need the whole Ingrid and like her weird co-queen what do you call her who the slave that was sitting on the throne with her at the end oh the girl that yeah the other like yeah. who is that I, I don't know it was just it yeah. was all that whole thing was a little Maybe. bit strange i'm sure that there's some historical evidence to support that there was two queens or maybe ingrid was a queen like i'm sure that there must be something in history to prove that but it's just her whole storyline didn't seem very like gratifying to me as a viewer but maybe maybe that whole storyline was like kind of a way to show that the way you know the way the way that kattegat like like you said kattegat like i think to most people when you hear that name if you're a vikings fan like of the show you know that because that's 
where the show takes place. Yeah. But as a person who just, maybe as a geographer, right? Or as a person who just like knows things about the world. Now, I don't think, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think Kattegat is somewhere that is like very relevant, very relevant in terms of Norway. So maybe the way they kind of left the whole Kattegat saga, the way the, the way they left it in that they didn't like tie it up with some kind of like ultimate king or queen or whoever, mm-hmm. um, you know, achieving the throne. It was just some kind of random girl who did some kind of thing that also led to another thing. And it was this what it yeah. was. Maybe that was a way to show that this is why Kattegat is not currently a, a, a Norwegian superpower. Maybe. You know, that could be it. But, but I don't know if you're down to do this, but. I was thinking we could do a rose and a thorn and okay. then an honorable mention. Okay. Only because I have an honorable mention in mind. Okay. And when I say honorable mention, I'm talking about a scene that I was just really impressed by. Okay. Like I just didn't expect it and want to give a little thumbs up okay. to, to that scene. Okay. So rose and thorn rose is your favorite moment of the show your thorn is your least favorite moment of the show okay do you want time to think about it and i can say you, mine you, you or say would yours you... first and if you have yours ready to go well i have my honorable mention for sure okay so a moment of the show that i was very impressed with and did not expect in the slightest was there was an episode with when ube and Torvi and their baby and her daughter Asa were on the ship or on this boat and they were trying to find new land. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they ended up going to Iceland at that point or if they were, I don't know. I think they ended up going to Iceland. But anyway, Torvi had been telling Asa the story about the sea monster mm. and then there's this storm that happens and Asa, the little girl, She's like four or five, I don't know, but she's looking out on the uh, onto the sea and she sees the sea monster. And I thought that was um, so like that CGI was so good yeah. and like that sea monster was so realistic and I was like that is like I did not expect yeah. that type of CGI, you know, extra technological mm. uh, but uh, but also, in, in the context of the show, it made, I think, when we were talking, because how we, how we were talking about how there isn't any sort of on-the-nose mystical, magical moments that happen, mm-hmm. with the exception of Ingrid's mysticism, that serpent, it didn't make it seem like it was actually Real. there. It made it seem as though Asa's vision of her, her what what she saw. Because of her mom's story. Right, because of her mom, because yeah. a child's imagination is very wild, right? So what what she saw in this open ocean was was real to her yes. because she maybe because of the story she was ex- looking looking for this sort of mm-hmm. sea monster and she saw it and what was what she saw is what we saw mm-hmm. but it made it seem as though it was like maybe this was a, a child's imagination yes. in action yes. rather than actually this is no, this is it, really a sea it monster it wasn't like people on the boat were like oh my god no it was, just, it was just it was just like her she yeah. saw this I just thought the CGI and like that addition to that episode was very, it was like a sweet treat. Like I was like, wow, that's really good. It was very well done CGI. And I thought that, you know, you see those pictures of like in those in Viking like type of drawings. That sounded so dumb. But like, yeah, you see those types of images and 
there's like a sea creature, some sort of sea monster. And I just love that they added that into this show. Yeah. And it was done really well. It didn't yeah. look like shit. So no, that I was, thought that was awesome. That That's was, an honorable mention. For sure. And I mean, and that, and that def, I think that leads me into my rose because my oh. rose is probably the fact that they were able to somehow incorporate the mysticism and the like like the the magical element of what uh vikings and and norse worshipers or you know norse god worshipers or christian whatever like the fact that like the could because the show was so heavily um you know laid with with religion mm-hmm. they did they did it in, in such a way like i mentioned like you know a few minutes ago just the fact that they did it in such a way where it made you feel like you were experiencing what a person of that time would experience when it comes to seeing crazy, you know, miracles or interest, like, like wild things that like, like that, that, that justify, um, your way of looking at the world. Mm. Like, like you, you get a sort of like, like this, this thing told to you and it's like, this is going to happen. And then it does happen, but it happens in such a way where it doesn't seem like it's just like, blatant Mm -hmm. they they write it in a a way that is like it's subtle right right? like 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 the sea monster like um you know all all the seers uh fortunes that they would that 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 they would tell Mm -hmm. about about what was going to happen to each individual character it wasn't like here's what's going to happen to you like this will happen to you and then this will happen to you and then this, this will happen to you it was more like there's this mis- like something of this nature will mm-hmm. potentially happen to you, someone you love and then and this mysticism. and that right like and they they the writing of in that aspect was was perfect because they didn't make you feel like it was cheapened by um by uh by making it too on the nose but they didn't make it seem as though it was like it didn't exist right right it, it gave you it, to me it was like it was almost like you could imagine being your uh, yourself being a person of that age of that era of, of of history so your thorn was very general but my, that was my rose oh so sorry that was your rose that was my rose but my thorn is also in the writing in that they would all often take oh. certain liberties when it came to the writing like they would they would what were some of the things that we would always notice like like the, like you're like that well, wouldn't have happened like there, we got in some heated arguments about that kind of yeah stuff. like there were, like, there, were, there, were moments, there were just things characters did that you, like logically you wouldn't do like and i don't believe that just because you lived hundreds of years ago that that somehow made you like yeah. an illogical person like i mean i think that there's a very like clear line of oh if i stab a person in the shoulder but then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll, I'm not going to stab you anymore. Like, let's be friends. Yeah. They're not going to want to be friends with you. Like, yeah. that's very logical. So, like, yeah, there were things that happened where it was like, dude, I don't know how you think you're going to, like, this is going to turn out well. You've treated this person terribly. They're not going to, like, be down to help you out yeah. or be your friend. So that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. There were just those moments of that show, of the, of the show where you were like, mm, like, it's I, I don't I can't think of any examples off the top of my head right now. When King Harold had was in a prison because of King Olaf, and then King Olaf was like, "Oh well, let's let him run for king." Yeah. Even though I've kept him in a prison, anyway. Yeah. We, we there, won't get into there that. There was like there was a few other things. Too. I can't remember. Dumb, I can't remember but... exactly, but there were a few other moments like that, especially. Yeah, for sure that you're right in that. And but there were a few other moments where you're like, this just seems like this 
series of events doesn't need to have taken place. Can I pee quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. So, your rose and thorn, do you have one? I do. I have a rose for sure. Go on. I don't quite know about my thorn. Well, okay. well, I do have a thorn. Okay. Sorry, I do. Okay. Well, I was gonna say my honorable mention is just Bjorn's character. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> as think you he mentioned, hit, he hit the ball out of the park. I think eh? the development of his character was near perfect. I think that he was a likable character. He was a character that also made you question your likability towards him. He would do things that you're like, oh, this is like kind of fucked up Mm -hmm. but at the same time somehow he made you still want to root for him yeah he was like this steadfast uh you know stoic person or not 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 stoic but like he was this solid like idea or this this he was this, this solid force in the viking world right up until the end of his life and the way he progressed like the way they wrote his character to progress from being this child into what he became in the end was not only true to his what 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 like who he was but also showed like i said before showed um that he was in fact Ragnar's son through and through like he i think to me bjorn embodied a, a ragnarson the more so than any other character i agree and somehow they were able to do that yet also make him his own character and give him his own um his own ambitions and his own way of viewing the world so to me bjorn was my probably probably my favorite character my wow. favorite my, fa- my, my favorite more than arc, ragnar more than ragnar wow. my, he was my favorite he was my his his arc all his arcs watching his story unfold was my favorite part of the show wonderful all, 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 all i really liked burn to burn beer <laughs> I really like Bjorn as well. I think that he was a wonderful character and I agree. You know, he's not my rose because I have a very specific rose. But I think even speaking to his... Remember how I kind of gave him a little bit of grief for how much he was grieving Legatha's death? I think the, the writers did... Or I don't know if it's the writers who do this or if it's the editors or like the producers who do the placements of like the old footage when they insert that into like the newer episodes but even there was a there was a point in time it was after he was like crying and crying and crying about Legatha dying but like they put a, a little snippet in of when he chose to be with Legatha over Ragnar Remember when Ragnar, he cheated on, or he wanted to have two wives and Lagatha was like, absolutely fucking not. And so she was like, well, I'm leaving. Mm. And she gave Bjorn the choice. She was like, you can stay with your father. It'll be better for you if you stay with your father. But I got to go. I can't live like this. I'm so embarrassed. And then he chose to go with her. And to me, that was such an amazing callback. Like whoever decided to insert that in that moment of when he was mourning Legatha's death, to me, I felt like such an idiot for being like, oh, he's like, he would never be this upset over Legatha's death. Like, why is he giving it so much? Like, yeah, but he loved her and he chose her over his own dad. Like he 
valued Legatha more than he valued his own father. Like, mm. he did. He was... Not that he was a mama's boy, but he just appreciated her more and, like, thought she... Like, I guess he connected to her more than he mm. did to his dad. Not that he didn't have a connection to his dad, but he just... He had a different relationship with her. And yeah. I think how wonderful is that to, like, see a son, like... Yes, he emulates his father, but I also think we have to acknowledge that he emulated his mother as well. Totally. His mother was a true Viking, a true shield maiden, a warrior, and yeah. I think like he was a perfect embodiment of both of his parents. Yeah. So to I know that we're getting a little bit crazy over time here, so I'll Dude. go into my rose, my thorn. My rose? No, I'll get, do my thorn first because let's get the ba bad out of the way. My thorn is that Rolo never had an ending to me. I mm, thought he was going to make a yeah. little bit of a callback in the end. I thought he would at least show up for like a quick cameo. We yeah. never got to see what he was doing. Yeah. He was having some weird marital issues with his wife. He was like down to be with Legatha the last time that we saw him. So it was just kind of a weird way for yeah. his character to go. So I wish that we had some closure on like what he was doing. And I as agree. you said, he has um, a staple in like a French settlement. The Normandy. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been cool to at least see that he's doing that. It didn't have to be like a long, you know, like episode or anything like that. It could have just, just been something of, quick to be like, yeah. you know, like maybe when Bjorn died, you could have seen him like look off into the winds of normandy something. or something i don't yeah. know like yeah it just would have been nice to have him have one more scene to like kind of end off his character because he was a, to me he was like one of those main characters he me was too. like the ragnar floki legatha um helga and rollo like he yeah. was in I agree. the main totally. group so i feel like he never really had his moment to shine that's my thorn my rose is the moment that I fell in love with Vikings. So there was a while that I was not very interested in watching Vikings. Like I would watch it with you and it was fine, but I never had that, you know, when you're watching a TV show and you're craving to watch it, yeah. like yeah. you're just like, I need to watch the next episode. Hmm. Or it's just like, it becomes a staple yeah. in your life. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I just want to watch it. So that never happened for me until... The episode where they did that, uh, I probably should have looked it up before talking about it because I don't know what it's called, but it's the ceremony that they do every nine years, I think. Right, yeah, and yeah, And they yeah, go yeah, up yeah. on this hill or this mountain. And then they, they sacrifice nine of every they, animal and then nine humans. Yes, yeah. and they sacrifice nine male warriors. Like, I was like, they can't sacrifice. Like, there was a guy that was like a pretty prominent character that they sacrificed. So I was yeah. like, they can't kill him. He's yeah. like an amazing yeah. warrior. Yeah. But they were like, no, this is what we do. Like this yeah. is like something that happens every nine years. And it was like it this real. big Viking ceremony that was, or Norse ceremony, I guess. I don't know what you would call it. But that to me was the moment I was like, holy shit, I know nothing about this culture. I know nothing about yeah. this religion. That was a real thing too. And that was so cool. I know. Yeah. I looked it up after and was I was real. like, this actually was like real shit that happened. Every nine years, they would sacrifice nine, nine of every animal, of every beast. And then a person. What, one of the, those beasts being And humans. they were going to make it Athelstan. But they yeah. didn't because he was he still wearing his cross. Plus he was, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't a true Viking. He no, wasn't. but he had renounced his God. So they were going to sacrifice him, but then they 
didn't right. end up doing it because right. he was wearing his yeah. cross. Yeah. So that was the only reason he didn't get sacrificed. Yeah. Just that episode hooked me onto Vikings. So if anybody is watching Vikings and you're not hooked on it and you haven't gotten to that episode yet, I mean, we've already spoiled everything, but <laughs> that episode was the one that just got me. That yeah. like I couldn't stop watching after that and that's when Vikings became the shit. Yeah. It yeah. was something that was a part of my life and it's hard to and believe it, it's not a part of it anymore. It is. It's 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 bittersweet. Yeah. It's it's tough, but there is Vikings Valhalla coming out yeah. soon and that'll be exciting and maybe we'll do like a preliminary Ooh, sort of thing with that. Should. And then a post thing of that. For sure. And while we're in Iceland, let's try and see like where Vikings was shot. I think that there's some locations that they did in There's Iceland. also Game of Thrones I think was also was Oh also yeah, no, the shot the, in Iceland. I think a lot North of, of the, the um like Jon Snow yeah. scenes, the crows yes, were yes. in Iceland. So Well, our trip will be Vikings themed and Yes. I mean, I don't know what order of this is gonna be posted, but we're planning on doing a daily short itinerary or a uh, recap of our day. Mm-hmm. Hopefully a lot of that day will be Vikings themed. So Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. It's uh it's an exciting it's an exciting time. Vikings are great and they'll never die and uh, It's the truth. And I just want to say skull to everyone. Skull. Every- skull. Freaking grab your glass and skull me. Skull me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>